Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. It's Hunter Lowry here, your host. I'm a financial advisor in Northern California, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Well, guys, um, pretty lucky this next weekend. I get to go and do some fly fishing. It has been a little while since I've done any fly fishing. Um, normally, when we spend some time up in Tahoe, um, I like to fish the Truckee, even though I never really have much luck up there. <laughs> I haven't quite figured out the Truckee River yet. It's If you haven't been up there, it's a decently legit river. Um, I mean, legit as in how big it is. Um, it's bigger than some of the streams that I'm used to fishing. There's some really, um, deep spots out there. The water moves pretty fast, pretty fast. Um, it's a little bit more aggressive than what I'm used to fishing. So I haven't quite nailed in the Truckee river. I've only caught um, a few smaller fish out there. I did, I did once almost catch a monster, but he broke off, you know, that old story. And I never even saw him, but he felt big when I was reeling him in. <laughs> but this weekend, um, I get to go to Montana after actually, which I've never been to Montana before. So I'm really, really excited. Um, if any of you are familiar with the area, I'm going to Ennis, Montana, I guess. Supposedly there's a bunch of rivers up there and uh, <laughs> a bunch of uh, big, big trout supposedly in those rivers. So I'm headed up there for a quick trip. Uh, it'll be really, really fun and excited to get out there and hopefully I have some uh, good fishing stories when we get back. But anyways, um, it's actually my girlfriend's aunt and uncle that have a house up there. So uh, my girlfriend wanted to go to Bass Pro Shops this week and I promised her I'd take her over there. You know, she had to get all of her, her gear lined up for the, for the weekend here. Plus, I did find a Bass Pro Shop gift card in my drawer, so that kind of helped. <laughs> but uh, we went down to Bass Pro Shop, which I absolutely hate shopping. And I don't think hate's a strong enough word. I mean, I seriously despise to shop. I can spend maybe 10 minutes in a store, maybe before I just get impatient. Um, I, I start annoying whoever I'm with that I'm shopping with and I just want to leave. <laughs> I really do not like spending time in the store, but luckily I can handle being in Bass Pro Shops longer than 10 minutes. I mean, there's so much fun stuff to look at. I can just walk around the whole place and be entertained for a little bit. Although I will say the one here up in uh, Roseville, California, it's not as big as some of them. I mean, when I went to college in Southern California around LA, there was a Bass Pro Shops down there that was absolutely humongous. And it was two stories. I mean, it had the river going through it with the trophy trout in the river, the whole deal. Uh, this one's only one story, but I mean, still, come on. There's a lot of cool stuff to look at. So I got all my stuff and shocker, I was done shopping first. <laughs> so I just go around, I'm looking at everything and just waiting until it was time to go. And I walked over to all of the nice bass boats. You know, if you've been at Bass Pro Shops, they've got a ton of bass boats normally um, in part of the store. 
and I absolutely love to bass fish. We go to a lot of lakes around uh, here in Northern California, and luckily there's a bunch of lakes right around my house here. I mean, there's probably four or five lakes that I can get to within an hour. Uh, I'm probably actually underestimating, maybe 10 or 15 within an hour that are good fisheries. But anyways, um, I'm looking at these bass boats and they're all, you know, kind of between the 30 to $60,000 range and not shocking. I mean, brand new boats, they've got the nice paint jobs on them and you know, the paint jobs where you could probably see them from a few miles away. They were so, so shiny. And of course, I can't just look at the bass boats and admire them. I got to start looking through the financing options and everything and, and look at all the numbers of stuff. So I'm going through them and the nicest boat there, it was my favorite one. It was a nitro. It had three seats in it. A lot of these bass boats only had two seats. So this three seater, that was a big deal. And the GPS, the fish finder on it, you know, it all looked like it belonged in a Tesla. It was a big screen right there. It was just really, really nice looking. There was a ton of storage, full paint job done. I don't know why on bass boats, they like to have the paint where it almost looks like a disco ball, you know, it's all sparkly along the entire um, outer part of the boat, but it was really, really flashy. And of course, you know, the, the boat cost about $60,000, I think it was. And guess, maybe you already know this, but guess what they were willing to finance it for? I was shocked. And maybe because I'm a novice boat shopper, but I could not believe what you could get this boat for. It was $350 a month payment. And you could walk out of there with this hot rod boat. Although I will say, if you had to pay just the minimum $350 a month to get this boat, you're probably gonna have a hard time buying the lures and the rods that you also need. <laughs> but that's a whole different story. Uh, seriously though, I'm sitting there thinking, holy cow, this is exactly how people get themselves into such a hole and why people can rack up so much consumer debt so easily. When I was just sitting there thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, just from the tag, $350 a month payment. I mean, obviously this is without any other fees or interests or anything like that, but $350 a month payment just off the tag, that sounds amazing. I spend $350 a month on a lot of different things that are not as cool as a new boat. And I mean, looking at it, shoot, that's $11 a day. Just don't buy your Starbucks every day. You have a brand new boat. <laughs> yeah, if only, right? I mean, at $350 a month for a $60,000 boat, even without interest rates, without any fees, I mean, if Jesus Christ himself sold you this boat and didn't charge you any interest, then you would pay off the boat in 14, a little over 14 years. 14 years some people pay off their mortgages and they fully outright own their own home in just 15 years. And you're going to pay for a boat for 14 years. Again, that's without even including any interest that they're obviously going to charge you. But I'll tell you what, I was sitting there and I'm looking at this price tag running through all this in, in my head. And I, re I really just thought about how easy it is to start falling into this trap. Yeah, shoot, I can afford a $350 a month payment. I like to bass fish. Let's get a new boat. I just went online before I started this to look up financing options for a TV because I started to get a little bit curious about all this. And uh, right away, you know, I found a $1,500 TV online that you could get for the low, low monthly payment of $42 a month. Yeah, shoot, $350 a month for the boat, $42 a month for the new TV. And just keep adding up bill on top of bill on top of, it, on top of bill that is adding everything into my liability column on my balance sheet. None of these things have any appreciable qualities. Maybe it makes you happy for just a little bit while you're driving home, but you're not gonna make any money off these items. 
And this is where I see people get into trouble. They continuously buy liabilities and never buy assets. Then all of a sudden you're sitting on 40, 50, $100,000 of debt that you feel like you can't get out from underneath. So that $350 a month for the new boat, you have your boat paid off in 14 years. What could that money have done for you? Well, we'll look at the um, handy dandy financial calculator here. <laughs> so for that $350 a month payment over the 14 year period, if we just assume a 10% annual interest rate, after that time frame, you would have about $130,000 if you would have put that money into the market. But instead, now you have a boat that isn't shiny anymore. The paint job is probably gone. It's worth about a tenth of what you bought it for and probably requiring a lot of maintenance now. All right, should you never buy anything fun and just put everything in the market? Of course not. I love trucks and boats and four-wheelers and all of that fun stuff. But don't go buy these things with financing. Save up, budget, buy them with cash. Plus, if you need a guideline, another good rule of thumb is that anything with wheels and motors that you own, it should not make up more than 50% of your annual income. So if you make $80,000 a year and that fancy, shiny $60,000 boat is appealing to you and you wanna go finance it, don't do it. If you do, we're most likely gonna be working on paying off debt later on down the road instead of building up your investments for your future. And guys, it seems like a simple concept. Yeah, duh, Hunter, I shouldn't go, you know, pay the minimum payments for these fun things. And it really is simple in practice, but in reality, in the consumeristic world we live in, in the immediate gratification world that we constantly live in, building up the liability side of our balance sheet, it's the easier thing to do. It makes us look cool. It provides short-term joy. But I promise you, if you can build up your assets first, invest in yourself first, pay yourself first, and avoid getting into debt, especially consumer debt, then later on, you're going to be able to afford all these things and it's not going to set you back. So moral of the story, do not look at the tags for the boats at Bass Pro Shop because they are intriguing. <laughs> So that's what I learned from my Bass Pro Shop trip yesterday. Again, hopefully I've got some uh, great stories for you and some great pictures I can post on the Wealth Accelerator podcast Facebook page of some trophy trout that I catch in Ennis, Montana. And if you would like help going over your financial game plan and making sure that you are set up correctly to reach all of your goals that you have for yourself, then make sure to head over to my website at hunterlowry.com and you can sign up for a free consultation. Uh, we'll talk for about 15 or 20 minutes, uh, go through whatever questions you have and see if there's any way that I can help you. So make sure to head over to hunterlowry.com and set up that call. Hey, thanks for tuning in guys. It's a great day to have a great day. Take care. Bye.